following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. find them uh sorry for the delay again we are in the middle of the snowpocalypse in buffalo new york uh albeit not as bad as some other areas of uh western new york but still getting some snow welcome here we are to talk football all things football snowmobiling to detroit and more i'm your host uh kyle ranny it's a solo run this week guys um Due to the fact that it's it's very tough kind of to make sure everyone's healthy together and functional in these snows. But we're here to talk about this upcoming week of football. Uh, week 11. The good, the bad, the ugly, the things we want to care about, the things we don't want to see. Um, obviously, we had a Thursday night game happen this this week already. Uh, the Titans held on to beat the Packers 27-17. to Ryan Tannehill leads the way, 22 of 27, 333, two touchdowns, one pick. Derrick Henry has 87 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Traylon Burke, 7 of 111. Starting to look like that uh, first-round pick that he was promised to be. That's a nice stat line for the rookie. Bob Woods, 6 of 69. Austin Hooper, 4 for 36 and two touchdowns. Packers, on the other hand here, guys. Aaron Rodgers, 24 of 39, 227 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Aaron Jones, 40 yards rushing, another 20 yards receiving. Randall Cobb, 6 catches, 73 yards. Alan Lazard, 5 of 57. Christian Watson stays touchdown relevant, 4 of 48 and 2 touches. Uh, looking at matchups, though, for this week that we really do like, if you're in a very bad flex spot, you need somebody to go, you've got some bye week issues, I mean... Not that it's like a terrible bye week this week. You Jacksonville, Miami, Seattle, Tampa might be without Tua and or uh, Gino if you're harboring them as a starter. But uh, Danny Dimes, nice matchup. He's currently ranked 15th. He's got Detroit, who has been just downright abysmal against the quarterback position. He's worth looking at. Russ Wilson's got a good matchup, but I'm... <laughs> Most points, you probably don't have Russ owned. Um, the last two weeks haven't been as bad as most of the season. Um, 13 and 13 and 13. So week 6, 8, and 10, he had 13 points each. Uh, he did have that one stellar output against Las Vegas earlier in the season. But, uh, I mean, you're, you can't really expect much more than 13 points. So you could probably find someone you'd have a better shot of playing than Russ Wilson this week. Uh, you can probably leave those thoughts behind. You do have the option, though, Justin Herbert. If you're a Herbert owner, you were not paid out as well as you'd hoped this year. He's had a, a rough go. Yes, he, uh, he's he been banged up in games. He's had 20-point games, and then he's regressed to having 10-point games. And he is missing his talent. And last week, or two weeks ago against Atlanta, you would have thought he had that game, and he, he didn't. 
Um, Kansas City, you know they're going to have to put on the, the games here and try to win. I'm going to say he's going to be a 20-point pl- player this week. You're going to see him re- uh, return to more of the form you're used to. Herbert's more than more than good to start up. Jimmy Garoppolo's got a good matchup against the Cardinals. Um, I kind of like that matchup this week. To be fair, I'm looking at this team. Oh, Garoppolo's the 20th-ranked fantasy quarterback, but he didn't start week one. Uh, he came in, in in relief in week two, I believe it was. Um, that was the, when Trey Lance got hurt immediately. He's been above 13 points every week since week four, and his only game below 10 was against the best defense in the league, Denver, against the quarterback. He's been consistent. Does that mean he's great? By no means is that. But if you're looking for a guy who's in a real pinch start, probably available in a spot, and uh, you're going to probably get 15 to 20 out of him, Garoppolo's worth your start this week. Joe Burrow has a good matchup. Uh, the regression's been kind of there, though. Um, you know, week seven, he had Jamar Chase still. Week eight, week nine, he hasn't had Jamar Chase. Uh, 13 and 18 points. Definitely seeing a huge change in stats from with Jamar Chase. He's going to hang at points, but he's very uh, rushing dependent as well, kind of here. You're going to start him. He's still your quarterback five, but just be warned. It might not be what you'd expect with Jamar Chase out there. Justin Fields, very good matchup for him this week. Uh, he has been on an absolute heater, 23, 26, 43, and 40. You kind of have to start him if you can get him. This is your week. Go for it. Uh, another very good matchup against the Falcons. I can't see Justin Fields slowing down this week. Dak Prescott, he's got a good matchup this week. You know, he's low in the quarterback rankings because obviously he missed week uh, two, three, four, five, six. So he, he missed five games. But since coming back, yeah, he had the, the lackluster game against Detroit, only 12 points, but he had 25 and 19 in the last two games. He's got the solid matchup with the Vikings that he's going to have to put on to try to beat them. I do like Dak to put on probably 20-plus this week. Carolina, you can bypass them. They have the Ravens, who haven't been great, but I'm not trusting Baker Mayfield and or Sam Darnold to win a game here. Same goes the next matchup, Davis Mills. Houston's got the Commanders. Commanders look very good against uh, Philly on Monday, and they're going to get Chase Young back. So you can just give up on that. Matt Stafford expected to come in. He's got the Saints. He also doesn't have a top number one receiver. I'm okay ditching Matt Stafford for the foreseeable future. Lamar's got a good matchup against the Panthers. Fire him up. Be ready for that. Same goes Josh Allen. He's got the 17th-ranked Browns. He's still quarterback one despite his somewhat struggles on the field. I like Josh a lot this week. Uh, to the opposite side, though, here, you do have a tough matchup if you, for some reason, have to hope for Matt Ryan. The Colts face the Eagles, who are number one in the league, against the quarterback. Uh, Derek Carr, if you're still a Derek Carr owner, and that's a that's a tough choice if you're a Derek Carr owner, uh, but he's got the Broncos, who are number two in the league. You can also elect to sit him down this week. Cleveland, a tough matchup. The last week without Jacoby Brissett, they have the Bills. I don't think you're going to have to worry about, or the last week without Deshaun Watson, you don't have to really worry about him. Kenny Pickett, another really tough matchup. The, the Bengals are actually twenty or are actually fourth in the league against the quarterback. Pickett hasn't done anything to prove that I'm going to trust that. And it ain't gonna start this week, I don't think. 
Washington, Taylor Heineke uh, has won some games here, but he hasn't been doing much to win these games. I mean, he had 12 points against Minnesota. It wasn't a bad game there. He had 21 against the Colts. That's his best game of the season. And he had five and a win against Philadelphia. He didn't do much in that Philadelphia win. That was the running backs. Uh, so Taylor Heineke, you can probably fire him down as well. The best late option, you got Kyler Murray at the Niners. That's going to be a dogfight of a game. Um, he's going to be a game-time decision, and that's a Monday night game. So if you have an option to, to sit, I, I think I'm trying to bench Kyler Murray this week just because of where he is, how to expect it. That late game, you're if not, you're looking to having to scoop up or have Colt McCoy rostered. And even that, I don't like Colt McCoy really against that Niners defense. Pat Mahomes, the, probably the toughest matchup that you're going to get fired up. He's got the Chargers. He's already played, faced Chargers once this year. He hung 17. That was actually his lowest score of the season. Uh, and even if he hits that low score, you're still going to take 17 and be happy. He's your quarterback, too, for a reason. Going to running backs here, guys. Uh, Washington's running backs, Gibson and Robinson. If you got him, you got to find a way to get him in. They're both starting to run the ball well. Robinson, and I guess the thing is, Robinson's all volume. He's not really doing wonderful. He's still averaging about three to four yards carry. It's not setting the world on fire, but he's scoring touchdowns. That's the name of the game. Gibson, the same thing. He's seeing his reps get lost to Robinson, but they're facing the 32nd team in the league against the run. So if you've got either of the two, you're kind of going to have to fire him up. On the contrary here, though, Kansas City has a good matchup against the Chargers. I don't trust Clyde Edwards-Solaire or Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco had a good game last week. That's There's no doubt on that. But that was 82 yards, and he only had six points. Like, he fumbled, had 82 yards. He had good yardage. Can't finish off from there. Um... I mean, you got a fat zero if you were a Clyde Edwards-Slayer starter last week. Like, zero carries, zero rushes. He had two targets in the passing game. Clyde Edwards-Slayer is borderline droppable at this point. Ronald Jones is being held hostage. Uh, Kansas City's running game is just, it, it's not there. It's non-existent. Talked about this the last three weeks. It was, I think, three games ago in which they had 15 total carries and, like, like, or they had like 14 total carries and 17 yards. Like, like they barely averaged over yard a carry. Like, I don't trust that Kansas City running game. Uh, the Buffalo Bills have a good matchup against the Colt or against the Browns. They're 30th. We'll see how that goes. Um, in theory, you should fire them up. Singletary's been solid. I mean, last week is probably one of his best games. He only hit 13 carries, but he had two touchdowns. Um, it's a matter of how much you're going to utilize him because it seems that Buffalo gets the run game going and then they just they halt it. And you'd never know. I mean, I mean, you can't go Naeem Hines. You can't go James Cook. Neither of those guys are getting consistent reps. Devin Singletary is the running back one. But at what point are they taking the ball out going, all right, well, we're not really commanding a lead here. Uh, Josh, here you go. If the Bills get up early in Detroit this week, and I say Detroit because they're playing in Detroit due to the weather in Buffalo. Um, if the Bills are up early in Detroit, you're realistically looking at a nice option with Singletary running the clock down. But that's been a fat chance to say lately is, are the Bills up early? So we have to really follow that. It's a risky option. As a flex play, it's not a bad choice. If he's a real, real struggle because you're you're hurting at running back on, on a bye week, you got to do it as well. Denver backs have a good game. They've got the Raiders. 
I don't trust any of them. Um, Latavius Murray seems to be the lead guy. He's not doing anything stellar. He's running back 51 currently on the year. The last three games he's had, he's had 10, 12, and 7. Uh, I, I don't I don't have anything that I want out of Latavius Murray being my running back. Um, Melvin Gordon keeps putting the ball on the carpet. Chase Edmonds gets traded there in the Bradley Chubb deal, and he's barely seen the ball. Your next option, Atlanta. They have a really good matchup against the Bears. Uh, the Bears are very, very bad at the run. If you are, again, it's one of those injury flexes. If you have the need, I'm telling you, go back to Tyler Algier. I don't know why they didn't run the ball with him last week, but they didn't get the ball ran really at all against Carolina. And that just it just shot down from there. I think they're going to revert back to the running game. Two weeks ago, we saw, you know, Cordero Patterson at 18 points. And he's running back 34 after missing how many weeks. But Patterson had two touchdowns. Algier had almost 100 yards in that game. Uh, actually, 99 yards and then one catch for 24 yards. So, like, Algier's making the best of his carries. Good young rookie. Caleb Huntley, I think, has fallen behind Algier as number three, so you don't have to really worry about Huntley. But Patterson and Algier, if you have either of them and you really are desperate, go for it. Kenyon Drake, a guy who many thought his, his career was done. Yeah, he had the Cleveland game. He should have done much better. But that was a whole different game in itself. Three of the last four weeks for Kenyon Drake. He's been over 15 points. He did have the bye last week. Uh, he's coming back fresh against a bad Panthers run defense. Kenyon Drake should be fired up at all costs. Austin Eckler, uh, still your running back one. Still going to get the start. He's seeing most of the receptions I, at this point. Even if he's not running that often, Drake's your guy you got to fire up as well. Saquon, a good matchup this week. The Giants have the Lions. You're going to fire up Saquon as well. Matt Sanders is a good matchup. He is a running back two this year. Uh, he's not as productive as everybody kind of thought he would be, but he's still making it work. Um, he's He's got another solid go-to this week. Um, my lineup shut down here, but Sanders has the Colts. Colts are probably going to be losing, um, especially against Philly, and they'll run to put the, ball, the game away. So I like Miles Sanders a lot this week. I like David Montgomery a lot this week. Um, we were in that situation where you kind of couldn't start Montgomery or Herbert because you didn't know which one was the guy. Herbert's on the IR with a, with a hip injury. Montgomery's now going to be running back one. So, I like that if you're a David Montgomery owner, at least four weeks out of him, where he should be all guy to help push you to the playoffs. Christian McCaffrey, Eli Mitchell, they both have a good matchup. You don't know what you're going to get. Mitchell outsnapped McCaffrey as a standard running back. McCaffrey obviously still gets receptions. You're going to fire probably both of them up. John Taylor has a good matchup. The Eagles come in ranked 19th against the run. Jonathan Taylor finally got going last week. If they can keep that up under Jeff Saturday, you might get a revitalization under running back or under first overall picks with John Taylor there. Uh, we already talked. Derrick Henry had a good game. Cleveland, Nick Chubb, he faced the Bills, who fall into 16th in the league against the run. Chubb's running back three, and Chubb's probably going to put up points this week. Um, I love the Buffalo Bills, but Tremaine Edmonds going out last week is when they really started to let Delvin Cook run and run hard. Tremaine Edmonds is not fired up this week. Yes, they went and picked up A.J. Klein, their former player from Chicago on waivers. I don't think it's enough to make them that much better against the run. I think Chubb's going to be able to perform this week. Uh, but on the opposite end, you know, some of the running backs we kind of want to avoid. Arizona, James Conner, especially if we are in a boat on Monday night, 
where you don't get Kyler Murray. I don't think I trust James Conner. Michael Carter has a tough matchup. Delvin Cook's got a tough matchup, but he was supposed to have one last week as well. He's still running back 10. Delvin's going to find a way to produce. Same goes uh, for Dallas. Dallas faces Minnesota. I'll tell you what, Buffalo ran pretty well until they abandoned it last week. So Zeke and Pollard, whoever gets that start should be worth it. Damian Pierce, a very tough matchup, but he's been solid. The, the, run, the offense goes through Pierce. Um, outside of that Tennessee game where he had 35 yards, he's been over 90 yards since week four. Like, he's he started the season slow, 33, 69, and, eight, and 80. But he's been over 10 points every week since week three. He's been over 90 yards every week since week four. Damian Pierce is really running the ball with control there. Uh, so I'm firing him up if you have him. Detroit's a tough situation. They've got the Giants. I think the Giants are beatable, but Detroit runs a two-headed monster. Who do you trust? Is it DeAndre Swift or is it Jamal Williams? If you're an owner of them, I feel your frustration. I share it with you. On to the tight ends. George Kittle, very good matchup this week. The Cardinals are dead last in the league against their tight end. And, um, I mean, the first week, this is their first game against them. Arizona's just been getting slapped around by tight ends. It will not shock me that George Kittle does the same thing this week to them. Um, the Giants have a good matchup. Daniel Bellinger obviously still out with that eye injury. That gives you Chris Myrick, and I'm not in a position to want to fire him up. Greg Dolchik, uh, he's got a very nice matchup. He's been seeing a lot of targets since he got into the lineup coming off the injury. Uh, since week 7, 9, 5, and 4. So the targets are dropping a little bit, but he's still seeing them. Uh, Russ is at least trying to get the ball to him. Put the faith in Dolkick. I think he's going to have a good week this week. Ty Conklin, another guy. He's tight end six um, against New England just two weeks ago, or just two games ago. He had two touchdowns. He had his highest point production of the year, and he gets them again here. It's worth firing up if you got him, even as a flex if you're in desperate need of a flex. Robert Tunyon performed the other night. Cole Komet, he's had back-to-back big games, back-to-back two touchdown games. He might make it three straight, quite honestly. Uh, Komet has been really good. The Falcons have been really bad. So I think Cole Komet honestly might be the tight end guy here. Uh, I might actually put down money on Komet to have two touchdowns this week. Dalton Schultz has a good matchup. Since coming back, he has... Well, since Dak came back, he's had five, seven, and eight targets a week. He's catching a lot of passes. He might not be getting the touchdown production, but he's been incredibly consistent. So Dalton Schultz is worth flexing in if you've got him still. Uh, Philadelphia's going to be tough. If Tyree Jackson's up and active, it might be worth a like a daily fantasy start, honestly. Um, Colts have not been good against tight end. Tyree Jackson was really good last year before he went down injured. Singbo's Gerald Everett this week. He's your tight end eight still. He's got a good matchup, and the Chiefs have not been good against the tight end. The Chargers have to find a way to score. So I like Gerald Everett as well. Far end, though, guys, we're going to try to avoid. Uh, this week, you're looking at Higby. Tyler Higby has gotten a ton of targets. The Saints are number one in the league. Higby might still get targets, but it might be the same factor that TJ Hawkinson had last week. Seven catches for, like, 35 yards. Uh, same goes for New Orleans. I'm not firing up Jawan Johnson or, Ty- or Taysom Hill. Houston's got a tough matchup. Brevin Jordan, OJ Howard, Jordan Aiken, you can kind of bench those guys. Buffalo is a very tough matchup against the Browns. I want to say uh, JOK ends up covering them. Owusu Koromoa, and he's an athletic freak. So we can kind of avoid the Dawson Knox option here. 
Uh, Kyle Pitts, you've been avoiding him all season. We can just keep avoiding him. Um, he's got a very tough matchup this week. Same goes for TJ Hawkinson. Very tough matchup with the Cowboys. We'll see where that ends up slating in. Uh, Austin Hooper outperformed his expectations. Arizona's got a very tough matchup, and they're going to be turning the ball over to most likely Trey McBride this week. We'll see how that fires up. David Njoku has been a stud for Cleveland. He's missed every game since Week 8, and he comes back against the Buffalo Bills team, who's been very good. Uh, Harrison Bryant's been solid in relief, but I don't think I want either of those guys to be fired up as my as my option this week. Uh, and obviously, you know, the wonder boy, Travis Kelsey, he's still tight end number one. He's still going to see the production. Week one against the Chargers was actually also his lowest week of the season with 10 points. But as a tight end, you'll take 10 happily. Uh, looking real quickly at some of these quarterback wide receiver matchup. Uh, we'll jump into that and then call it an episode. I forgot what week it was for a second. Week 11. That's definitely... So, on the chart, some of these matchups we really do like this week. Sammy Watkins obviously played the other day. Mike Thomas with Cincinnati has a good matchup against Cameron Sutton. I don't think anyone's going to trust firing that up. You're probably more likely looking at T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd this week. Chase Claypool, good matchup against Rashad Fenton, who's now a or who's now an Atlanta Falcon. Uh, Fenton's been really bad this year. Almost 20 points a game against uh, Claypool most likely going to step in and have a nice game. Darnell Mooney, the same thing. Mike Ford's been just horrendous. Uh, so I really like that option. The underlying one here, the Eagles have been very good. Uh, they're going to shut down Pittman and Pierce on the outside with Slay and Bradbury. But they already didn't have a great nickel corner, who's now also lost for some time. So Josiah Scott comes in. Paris Campbell was the top target for Matt Ryan. I really like Paris Campbell's uh, upside this week. So if you have a need, I picked him up in a couple leagues. Paris Campbell's well worth your run this week. Same goes with Rondell Moore. Um, obviously, you know, Robbie Anderson and DeAndre Hopkins are the guys there. The Niners have been very good. Rondell Moore faces Dante Jackson, or Johnson, who's allowed 14 points a game. If, I mean, if it was any other situation, I'd look at Kendall Hinton and say that might be a nice play. If it's Jerry Judy, it's a really nice play, but I can avoid Kendall Hinton. Uh, Adam Thielen, decent matchup against Anthony Brown, who allows almost 15 points a game. Debo Samuel has Marco Wilson, who allows almost 12 a game this week. Kenny Galladay with a good matchup, but they have to find Kenny Galladay first to make that worthwhile. Terry McLaren gets Derek Stingley. Uh, it's, this is a coin flip. Stingley's actually been very good this week, or this year, in the last couple games. Started out bad. He was averaging almost 20 points a game against. He's dropped that down to 14, which means he's been pretty lights out lately. Um, McLaren's been making big plays, and he's the only guy who is making plays in Washington in the receiver core. But I don't love locking that in as a must play. Allen Robinson should have a nice matchup. Marshawn Lattimore's allowed almost 14 points against a week. Um, Marcus Callaway. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's still facing and reeling that he's been pretty lackluster this year. And uh, Allen Robinson faces, or um, Marquez Callaway faces that with a decent run. Running or Receiver matchups are kind of tough though this week, quite honestly. Um, there's more bad than good. Jahan Dotson, tough match against Steven Nelson. Uh, Jordan Palmer has Jalen Watson, who's allowed less than seven. 
Robbie Anderson allowed or facing Sam Womack who's allowed less than eight. Um, we said obviously DeAndre Hopkins and Do or Domodori Lenore. I don't think I said that right at all. He's allowed less than nine points against. Corlin Sutton gets Anthony Averett, who's allowed less than ten points a game. AJ Brown gonna really have to work for his pay. He faces Steph Gilmore, who's allowed less than ten a game. Devontae Adam gets Patrick Sertan. He's allowed less than ten a game. Justin Jefferson. He's been the wonderkind. We saw it last week. He's got Trayvon Diggs this week, who's allowed less than 10 a game. Like, these guys are going to produce, but they're going to have a much tougher matchup this week. It's going to be interesting to see how this ends up shaking out when and where these receivers are. But, guys, I think we'll call it for that week 11 on the helm. Hopefully, this helps you guys out. Like I said, I'm actually going to look into firing up Cole Komet for two touchdowns, what the over is on that for this week. But until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.